Hi guys, Anna Victoria here, and this is my podcast, Your Best Life. For those of you who don't know me, I am the CEO and founder of the FitBody app, a fitness influencer and a personal trainer. And I got into the fitness industry really because I was having my own health problems and I did not want to just take the prescription medication that my doctors were giving me that said that it would fix things. I really wanted to get down to the root cause of why I was feeling and experiencing the things that I was and that led me to where I am today. I'm so excited for you to be here with me. I'm so excited to be launching this podcast. And I do wanna tell you a bit about the name and why I chose it. So when you hear someone talking about their best life, I feel like that is something that is so individual. There is no one definition of what a best life looks like. And I think that's great because we should feel empowered to find what allows us to live our best life. But as that's going to look different for every person, there still are experiences that we all can share and connect and relate on and learn from one another. And that doesn't always need to be an A to B situation. You know, we can take detours and there are times in our life where we're learning what what does my best life look like? And so in this podcast, with each guest that comes on, we are going to be talking about their unique stories, but also what what allowed them to begin living their best life. Also, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast, you know, a lot of you follow me on Instagram or on YouTube, but it, it really goes back to actually my Snapchat, <laughs> my SnapFam days. So um, before there were Insta stories and one Snapchat came out, you know, I had already been on Instagram for a while and I really loved connecting with you girls via Instagram. But then when Snapchat came out, that really allowed me to, to connect with you on a much deeper level via video and just being able to just share my thoughts and uh, my what I've and what I've learned on my fitness journey, and it really just deepened that connection with you guys, with my community. And let's be honest, Snapchat is not as popular as it used to be, and even Insta Stories can really get drowned out with everything else going on on Instagram. So I'm really excited to get back to just connecting with you girls and building that community. And I cannot wait to dive into each of these topics. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think. And I have a special surprise for you. So my husband, Luca, is going to be joining me um, on each episode, kind of talking about what we're going to dive into and about our thoughts of what we ended up discussing. Um, So, Luca. Hi, everyone. (laughs) I... I also, am I the surprise here? You are yeah. the surprise. Uh, oh, nice. Yes, okay. you're my secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, Luca will probably admit he. This took some convincing. It did. It I really did. I yeah. really had to rope him into this. The first time I brought up, he was like, "Nope, no way." <laughs> Why were you so reluctant? I I'm actually really conscious about my accent. So, you know, it's not like that I we don't like. We love your accent. Yeah, but that's not like I don't like my accent. I love my accent. The thing is, I don't like when people don't understand me because of my accent. So yeah. that's something that I don't like. And, you know, in person is one thing. Via audio, it's a little bit harder because I do have a, a thick Italian accent, yeah. authentic Italian accent. <laughs> right. And the thing is, this could turn into an audio experience uh, trying to decode what I say. (laughs) And we have to have caption here, you know? Right, right. I mean, I think that I understand where you're coming from because even when I speak Italian, like I have the same concerns. But um, I will say, 
that I taught you English and I can verify that you speak very well. And I'm really excited to have you on because you come from a different culture and a completely different background and you have a different take and perspective and experience in life that, you know, you'll be able to bring bits of that to our listeners. Thank you. I really appreciate (laughs) it. And yeah, I hope so. So for those of you that don't know the story about how Luca and I met, I'll share that really quick. So um, we met in 2011 and it was because I studied abroad in Rome. And I feel like I always get told, have you seen the Lizzie McGuire movie? Because apparently that's what happened. (laughs) She like goes to Rome and meets this Italian and they're riding on his Vespa or something like that. And that's actually we rode on your motorcycle the first days that we met. Um, But yeah, so I studied abroad in Rome. Um, I had a mutual friend that was in, I was going to University of San Diego at the time. She was in San Diego studying from Milan and I met her. And when I told her, hey, I'm going to be in Rome this summer, she said, hey, I have a friend there that you should meet. And it wasn't Luca, but it was his best friend. His name is Giacomo. And I messaged Giacomo to say, you know, hey, I'm coming to Rome this summer. Let's get an aperitivo, which is kind of like the Italian version of like an appetizer before dinner. Yeah, kind it of is. Thing, it right? is. It's a light meal before before dinner yeah. and drinks. Usually. And drinks. Yeah. And so we, you know, one day I met up with Giacomo. He brought Luca. I remember pulling up in the car and seeing Luca leaning against some other random car <laughs> And honestly, guys, my head was in the furthest place possible from wanting to meet someone. Like, I was only there for two weeks. Like, what was going to happen? You know, like, I was not looking to meet someone. Um, But yeah, we met. And I could barely speak English. Yep. You barely spoke English. Kind of like broken English. Broken English, you know. And I remember I would laugh when you would laugh. (laughs) So I knew... Well, but that was a strategy. It was like a strategy. You I knew when to laugh, yeah. When, so because he couldn't understand everything I was saying, um, if I would laugh, he would laugh. And I remember thinking like, oh, this guy thinks I'm really funny. See, it's look great. at that. It, it, <laughs> it worked it out worked. pretty well. It worked. Um, yeah. And, you know, I will say my, my mom's husband, his first language is not English. And so I think that I've just always kind of somewhat grown up with working or just, you know, speaking with non-native English speakers and just being sure that we can communicate one way or another, or get the point across. And there's a lot of patience that comes with you that. You actually were you know? really patient. I remember yeah. my friends saying that you were really good with us, you know, speaking slowly and, you know, kind of explaining again and again yeah. and again. So that was, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, so pretty much we saw each other for those last like six days that I was yeah, in four, Rome. Five or six days and we went on a date every single night. Yeah, every night. And uh, just a funny little story that when he would drop me off, I was so afraid he was going to kiss me, you guys. Because I was like, no, I'm not going to be an, this American girl that comes and meets this Italian guy and kisses him. And, you know, like, I was like, no, like, I'm not right. going to do that. And obviously, I was trying, but was, I, oh, I couldn't he even was trying. Stop. The car wouldn't even get to a stop <laughs> that she was out the door. Like, I was out the door. I was so afraid. Do, girls, do you know that moment when you're, like, saying bye to a guy on a date and you're just like, please don't let this be awkward? I just would literally, like, try to escape from the car <laughs> as quickly as possible. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, what I really loved about the beginning of our relationship is because I went back to San Diego. You stayed in Italy. We were long distance for six months. And we Skyped two times a day every day. And so the base of our relationship was communication. Communication. It was talk. just we talked all day Through long. Through everything, yeah. And we just shared stories about each other's lives. 
we both had actually just ended seven-year relationships. Both yeah. of us, yeah. six months prior. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we Skyped two times a day. I was moving to San Diego anyways. You guys, so- this is the crazy thing, is that before we met, he was moving to San Diego anyways. To study English, obviously. Yeah, to study English. <laughs> yeah, which he ended up getting... Um, he ended up getting English lessons six months prior to his, you know, co- through his course because we were Skyping two times a day. Uh, yeah, that was the best improvement I yeah. ever experienced in my English. I just Skyped right. with you every day. Yeah. yeah. So so he moved to San Diego. He was there for seven months while I was finishing up my bachelor's degree. I graduated from the University of San Diego um, that next summer of 2012, and we decided to move to China. (laughs) So, you know, really, Luca's student visa was expiring. Yeah. I was finishing with school. My pretty much since I was 16 years old, I was working. I my dad said, hey, if you're going to get your license, you want to drive a car, you're going to need to pay for your own gas. You need to get a job. And I, I started working from 16, full time from 18. I supported myself from the moment I graduated high school. And I really worked full time and went to college full time for six years. College took a little bit longer since I was working full time. And so when Luca presented me with this opportunity, like, hey, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go somewhere? I was like, you know what? I want to go live my life. Like I'm 22, 23, and I have just been 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. for six years. Like, this isn't what life, you know, this isn't how I want my life to be going forward. So we um, went to China. We moved to Shanghai. I studied Mandarin for a year. Luca did his master's. And um, it really, in in the moment, it really was a long year. But looking back, like it kind of just flew by. Yeah. Um, After that, we moved to Rome. Um, that's obviously where he is from. He yes. went back to work in his family business. I went to Rome and I started my MBA. Um, and actually, if you don't know, China is where I started my first fitness Instagram account because I was in such a foreign and unknown place that I just, you know, A, kind of didn't know what to do with my time. You can only study a foreign language for so many hours in the day. And this is when Luca told me, hey, you don't have any more excuses for not taking care of yourself. Because my excuse before when I was having health problems early on was I don't have time. Which I, it's, you know, it's, a, it's not like you didn't have time. It wasn't your priority. It wasn't a priority because I, that's 100% correct because I am busier now right. than I was in college. And it's just, it's a priority to me now. And I, ju- I just didn't know any better at the time. I was also in my early 20s. So I feel like my... Right. My metabolism, you know, hadn't caught up with me yet of eating all that junk food, but I was experiencing such severe health problems. And you were the one, you're you're Italian, you were raised in a culture that food is, would you say food is medicine for you guys? Or it's just so, it's just that food is so healthy, you don't have to worry. It just comes really easy for us to have variety in what we eat, Mm -hmm. you know, every time. And fresh? And fresh, like you cook. Like lunch and dinner, you always cook your your meals. Well, and uh, markets are everywhere. Markets are everywhere. You just have variety of protein, variety of carbs, variety of uh, fruit and veggies. So that's all for me. It really always came as a second nature. Yeah. And I think it's funny because Italian food, you think of pasta and, you know, all this gelato and wine, which that absolutely has a place. But I remember living in Italy and really being surprised of 
going to, we lived in the same piazza, the same square as uh, his parents. And so we would go across the street to have dinner. And I would be surprised that looking at the table, there was a variety of vegetables. Legumes. Every, yeah, a variety of legumes, um, fruit after, you know, every meal. Pasta was absolutely present, but it, it, it wasn't one huge plate of pasta and nothing else. Right. You know, you also had protein, 100%. you know, as well. So anyways, um, so yeah, so Luca really was the one that was like, <clears throat> um, Anna, don't you think that eating goldfish for breakfast might be contributing to your health problems? And honestly, guys, I was like, um, leave, leave me, me alone. alone. Yeah. Like I <laughs> did not want to hear it. Like I totally remember that. Like I, I remember <laughs> that exact moment, uh -huh. you know, you, you were working at Verizon and you would just end in that night shift, like mm -hmm. night shift, you know, you. I worked PM in the tele for those who don't know, I, I my background prior to fitness was I worked in the telecommunications industry. I worked for AT&T for a year and a half as a sales rep, customer service. I was assistant manager at one point. Then I um, moved on to Verizon. And again, kind of when you work in that type of tech industry, you do everything. You do sales, you do customer service and technical service. And I loved it. I absolutely loved working in the telecommunications industry. And it's kind of funny because working in social media and with cell phones is kind of a natural transition for me. So anyways. Yeah, yeah. you you know, you came back home, you know, you, you grab your goldfish bag and you Delicious. Sat, you, sat on, <laughs> you sat on the couch and, and that's it. You were like, yeah. you were literally eating your dinner. And I said, hey, you, I was kind of, you know, you can't have goldfish for dinner. Like that cannot be your dinner. And I was like, why not? <laughs> and you did say, actually, yeah, you did yeah. say, why not? Mm -hmm. that, well, it, it's all good for you. What? And you were like, what? Like, yeah. leave me alone. Like, you know, literally mm -hmm. like you were like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. um, so that's, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's so it, it really took an Italian <laughs> to, to see my eating habits and make me think like, huh, maybe my health problems are linked to what I'm eating. And now looking back, it blows my mind that that wasn't just common knowledge, but hey, that is the American education and yeah. nutrition system for you. But yeah, so in China, I had quote unquote the time to start researching everything health and fitness. And I always knew from the beginning that, okay, hey, I might've been at this extreme of only eating junk food. I don't want to go to the other extreme of only eating healthy food. That's not a life I want to live. Right. You know, I yeah. wanted to eat balanced. I wanted to be able to eat healthy, but still enjoy eating goldfish every once in a while, you know? And so that's really what my philosophy has been ever since then. 80-20, I eat healthy 80% of the time. The other 20%, I'm going to eat my goldfish and my Cheez-Its and, and have ice cream it. and enjoy it. No guilt allowed. So but taking a step back to when we met, you know, Giacomo and, you know, my friend and you, you know, going out for aperitivo, you know, it wasn't an accident. Do you remember at dinner, mm. you know, I obviously liked you. you know, I was oh really gosh, you guys, you. this is the most cringy but adorable moment. But of... I have to say, I obviously <laughs> really liked you and I was attracted to you physically. But when it really changed everything for me, just like you said before, is when we Skyped every day yeah. for months. And that really, for me, was like communication. It's like, yes. you know, getting to know each other that way, for me, it was really falling in love. Like, you know, anyways. Okay, but hold on. The dinner, Can we talk yeah. about the dinner for a minute? Because I, you guys, like I said, I was completely ignorant to the fact that this guy liked me. I just thought like, oh, I'm living my life. I'm just out with the locals, you know, great experience. And at the end, we were looking at our menus 
And I looked up at Luca and he winked at me. But it wasn't a creepy wink. It wasn't, you're right. <laughs> but like, I don't know. When is winking not creepy? Like, when I really, do. When an Italian <laughs> yeah. does it. Yeah. And that was the moment that I literally like kind of like sunk in my chair of like, oh my gosh, he likes me. Like he might think this was a date. And I just, I mean, but then I did kind of start thinking like, well, he is cute. You know, like <laughs> why not? Like I'm only going to be in Italy once, you know? Um, yeah. So then pretty much, like we said, we moved, he moved to San Diego. Uh, let's go back to this one because you, th you thought I was cute, but you would run out the car I every yes, time. Absolutely. I did not want you to get <laughs> the wrong idea or just think that that's all well, I was there for. Well played. Well yes. played. So, so yeah, we moved to San Diego, moved to China, moved back to Italy. And in Italy is where I really um, kind of built my community un unintentionally. I, I, my start into the fitness industry was really born out of my need to take care of myself, to take care of my health, and also wanting to connect with people. Because again, I was in China or I was in Italy and I was kind of alone, you know? And I felt the power and the strength of connecting with people through social media and yeah, so that's kind of where everything got built. And that's really what I want to do on this podcast. Like I said, kind of throw back to my Snap fam and my OG Snapchat days. Um, there's such power in communication like Luca and I experienced. And I can't wait to share that with you guys. And at the end of each episode, I am going to ask my guests what they've learned in life that has allowed them to live their best life or if they're still working on it, kind of what they're doing to get there. So for the first time, I'm going to ask Luca, what in your life experience do you feel has helped you get closer to living your best life? I would say, um, I want to say just uh, being okay with taking risks with your life. Be dynamic in what you do. Don't be focused on staying in one spot and never look outside. Uh, just your your city, your town, your neighborhood. It's it's. I think it's really important. You know, I I was always okay with let's give China a shot. Like you know, let's just let's let's go. You know, now I I live in the U.S. I I was born and raised in Italy, and I think that the most important thing for everyone is to experience, and that's what probably brought me to live my best life right now. It's to live in another. To live in another culture coming from a different one or like have the kind of different perspective on, on things. And so what I would tell people, what I would, an advice from me is uh, don't be afraid to take risks and, you know, travel. And I think that is so true. And you know that I feel the same way. And that's why we work so well. It's because both of us are like, want to move to China? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but... Not everyone has that ability, you know, right. to move to a different country or to live in a different culture. But I think that really what the core message is, is just stepping outside of your comfort zone 100%. and doing something different. And it doesn't need to be outside your country, obviously. You know, right. the, the U.S., you know, was was founded on a base of, you know, pioneers moving from the East Coast and trying to, you know, get dig, or other parts of the world or dig gold <laughs> in California. Right. You know, right. people will move from the East Coast to the West Coast in 1800s. So. I would say, you know... He's a history buff, guys, just FYI. <laughs> I am. And the point is, you know, especially to this day and age, just try not to keep yourself in a bubble. But now I want to know, what's your advice to live your best life? 
This is such a great question. And now I almost feel like I have the same answer as you, but no, I'm, I, I do have a different answer. And I feel so strongly about this. And for me, what's allowed me to live my best life is just to always be my biggest cheerleader and to believe in myself. Because, you know, I haven't talked a lot about this, but growing up, like I oh, don't want to get emotional. I didn't have an easy life growing up. You know, I had what you would say a, a broken family. My mom moved when I was 10. I moved in with my dad. I'm one of seven children. We we're kind of all over the place. There were other, you know, things that we all went through. And throughout it all, I've always made sure to maintain um, just looking for hope and knowing that tomorrow, like everything will be okay. And just believing in myself that I'm not going to be stuck with the cards that are dealt to me. You know, like we, not everyone, um, not everyone grows up in the best environment. And I actually think that growing up with those struggles is such a strength that it, you can draw so much power from that. And I think that that's what I've done is I've yeah. had a lot of adversity through my life. And I'm not going to say that it was the worst. There's so many people that have gone through a lot more than I have. Um, but at the same time, you know, this is my experience and this is how I drew strength from it and just always believing myself and always taking risks. When I was 17, graduate high school, um, shortly after that, one of my friends was like, hey, you want to move to San Diego? And I was like, yep. Like I just said yeah. yes. And I literally went I, from a few days to maybe a week later at the most. And, you know, like you said, just taking risks and but definitely being your own biggest cheerleader, being your own biggest fan and believing in yourself. My favorite quote is whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. There will be new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. So remember to subscribe so you'll get notified when new episodes go live. We also have a Facebook group, Your Best Life Podcast, that I would love for you to join to meet other listeners and become a part of our community of amazing women. And we also have an Instagram account by the same name. And if I've ever inspired you to live your best life in any way, I would love for you to share this show with your friends. Thanks so much for joining me and Luca on this episode. See you in the Facebook group and we'll chat more tomorrow.